Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days beating cancer daily together. This may be the most intentionally shallow podcast episode that I've done, but I think it's important. So I hope you'll stick with me. And if this is the only one you've ever heard, please go back and listen to the more substantive podcast. But I think this topic is important for our self-esteem and also for posterity, right? How we're documented. So I want to talk a little bit about being photogenic. (laughs) I know it sounds so vain, but I was a childhood model. I was a model in my teen years, and I've had to take so many pictures because of running the Comedy Cures Foundation and all the media that I did. So people always say, how do you take such good pictures? And I think what they're saying is, wow, you're not as pretty as your pictures. (laughs) I know that sounds self-deprecating, but I think it's true in a weird way. I have interesting features, like I have great hair and I have like good skin, but I'm not like totally symmetrical. And there was actually a study that showed that we perceive beauty by symmetry. So when you see someone who's very symmetrical, you perceive them as pretty. But in pictures, you can see a very symmetrical person who doesn't look great. And I thought that was fascinating. So I was curious why or how. And basically what I found out was that we all stand a shot in taking pictures. (laughs) We can all look beautiful in pictures. Now, the research also shows that our mind plays tricks on us when we see photographs of ourselves. So you're going to always probably think that you don't look as good in pictures as other people think you do. Now, that's really funny because I can remember back, and I bet you can too, to looking at pictures of yourself where you wanted to crawl under the table and you were like, oh my gosh, I look terrible. And everybody's like, no, you don't. You look so cute. And they really perceive you as cute. But because of a certain thing in our brains, we don't see ourselves as that cute in pictures. It's really fascinating. I mean, you can search it on the internet. There's a lot coming out in the field of neuroscience about how our brains perceive things. And some of this research on looking at yourself in a picture is pretty interesting. But back to this quick tip podcast on how to be photogenic or how to be cancer photogenic, because one of the most beautiful moments that I've ever had in my life was captured 
in a video and then there so like a photo from the video of me 98 pounds and bald which was way skinnier than I am over 20 pounds lighter than I am and bald so it can happen you can learn tricks so that you look absolutely fabulous even if you're without hair, you're skinny, or your treatment has caused the opposite. It's caused you to gain more weight or puffiness from steroids. So here are some tips that I do. And also, if you look on photo sites, they'll tell you some of these too. But I smile with my eyes. The eyes are the mirrors to the soul. And if you can connect through your eyes to that camera, something ignites in that lens. Something comes out in the photo that's almost spiritual. It's so intimate. So I want you to practice smiling with your eyes. Now look in the mirror when you get done listening to this podcast and see yourself bringing your smile through your eyes. The next thing is, I stick my tongue in the back of my front teeth and I put energy into my tongue. And for whatever reason, that causes the eyes to smile and the cheeks to lift. Again, you've got to go practice this because I just do it naturally and it really takes away that moment of being self-conscious in the picture. And that's the key, why certain people can photograph better than other people when other people are considered classic beauties by like beauty standards and people who are not considered like model beautiful actually come alive and look so great in pictures. And it's because there's a comfort level. Now, a lot of models get super comfortable being in front of a camera. So then that gives them a double whammy. But just for the everyday person like us, to feel comfortable in front of a camera is really what the research is showing translates into us looking fabulous, even if we're on cancer treatment or you've got something else going on. So we really have to practice being super comfortable in front of the camera. Now, with the whole selfie phenomenon, a lot of people are getting super comfortable (laughs) with taking pictures of themselves. I'm not really talking about that as much as I am talking about just the good old-fashioned photograph where you're with friends or if you have to take a corporate picture for work really learning how to be comfortable in front of the camera. And a lot of people practice in the mirror first. So lighting is key. You need to find the best lighting for yourself. And since we all have different skin tones and there's different lighting situations, you can literally use your phone And just turn around in a room 360 until you find where the best light source is for you. Now, most photographers are going to tell you that it's natural lighting, 
the worst is when light's coming directly down on your face, like from the ceiling under one of those high hats or from one on the ground and it's just shooting up like you're in a horror film. <laughs> you want to be mindful of the lighting. And as I said, natural lighting is usually the best. And if you just turn around with your camera facing you, the lens facing you, you can usually catch what the best lighting is. Now, in terms of angles, almost everybody has a better side or a better angle. And again, that's you taking a couple pictures of yourself or someone helping you, and you just see where your face lights up the most when you're comfortable taking a picture. And that's just like a little trick so that you take the photograph in the way that your face looks the best. But again, it's really comfort level that dictates the real radiance in a photo. There's other tricks like how you position your shoulders, how you frame your body. A lot of people, if you're just taken straight on, you look wider in the camera. So if you can move your shoulders back, kind of angle just a tiny bit, it creates more interesting lines in the photograph and you come to life more. You're more animated. You don't just look like a flat figure in the photo. Again, these are all little tricks, but it's really your comfort level and really projecting joy through your face and your eyes. Now we've all had that picture where we've over smiled and we've forced it. A really good trick I do sometimes is that I just laugh while they're taking the picture or just before, just to totally relax myself into the moment and feel as comfortable as possible taking the picture. I cannot wait for you to try these techniques. But again, remember, it's comfort level and joy that comes through the photograph. And look, if you're trying to get a stylized photo where you're looking sexy or mischievous or very serious and pensive, okay, so that's a whole nother way to take a photo. I'm just talking about everyday just comfort level. And even in those pictures, even if you're supposed to seem troubled, there's still a comfort in portraying trouble, right? So just try it. Let me know how it goes. Do a bunch of practice and hopefully you will become more cancer photogenic so that you don't shy away from all these opportunities to take pictures, even though you are on treatment. If you're wearing a wig or a scarf or a hat, use it. It's a prop. Props make us feel more comfortable at times. Use a prop if you feel like a prop will make you feel more comfortable in the picture. Some people pose their hair, even if they're wearing wigs, flipping it or holding a piece of it just to ground yourself. So don't underestimate the power of 
your wig or your own hair. And if you're bald, like I said, play with it. There's just a few times in life where you're actually bald unless you've actually gone bald. So use it. Baldness can be mysterious. It can be sexy. Don't shy away or be afraid to take a picture if you've lost your hair. I was bald for off and on for two and a half years, and I did not shy away from getting interviewed or taking pictures. I just really embraced wherever I was in this journey. And I want you not to be phobic of taking a photograph. I want you to be photogenic. I know a lot of people are very self-conscious about their teeth, and sometimes they avoid photographs altogether because they don't want to smile with their teeth. Again, be natural for what makes you feel comfortable. The key's feeling comfortable and you don't feel comfortable smiling with your teeth, then do a smile without teeth. Just practice in the mirror, looking at how that makes you feel the most comfortable and how that makes you feel the most natural. Photography has really transformed in the decades since I went through cancer treatment. Now everybody has filters and different graphics and things that can go on to a photograph. There's retouching right on your phone. I just didn't have that then. But if all else fails and you don't like the way your picture came out, you don't trust your friends or family that it's a great picture, you can retouch it. You can put a filter on it. You can give yourself a mustache or bushy eyebrows and make it fun. You make yourself a cat or <laughs> a wolf. There are so many things. I just didn't want you to feel like you couldn't take photographs for whatever reason and document this part of your life or your journey. And you could just keep these pictures to yourself. At the end of the day, you don't have to post them. You can be very private about this, but you shouldn't be controlled by what you think you can't do. And I just wanted to empower us all to be more comfortable. And if we want to take photographs, really just have fun and do it and document. So I looked at so many sites on how to be more photogenic because I wanted to try to match what I do with what professionals are telling you. But I actually saw an article by Anna Checo on how to be more photogenic. And she just had a really concise list and breakdown. And so many of them were on my list. We just may have stated it a little differently, but I just wanted to thank her. I don't know her because I thought she did a really good job. And if you don't want to take notes on this podcast and you just wanted to check it out, you would be able to see her list. And two of the things that I really liked that she had on her list were make sure that you feel comfortable or pose your shoulders in a way that is natural for you and you can even put a shoulder back and that will break the plane. The other thing is that your hands can look really weird. 
because we have zombie hands. <laughs> that's not her term. That's my term. In photographs, or our hands look really tense. So sometimes before I'm going to take a photograph, I open and close my hands just to relax them. And then I just place them supernaturally, either make a shape with my arms. And that's like a Tyra Banks trick where you put your hand somewhere else on your body just to make an interesting shape. And then the other hand, I make sure that it just looks natural in the sense that it has life in it. It's not stressed out, but it's not like a droopy hand. So I hope this helps and you have a blessed day and I'll see you tomorrow. If you loved today's episode, then tell the world. Why? Because Beating Cancer Daily and our membership circle are both a listener and donor-supported experience. So the more people you tell and the more people that join us, the more robust and interesting programs our nonprofit, the Comedy Cures Foundation, can bring to you throughout the year. I really want you to go to ComedyCures.org. And of course, I always want you to make a donation. It's tax deductible to the extent allowed by law. But what's super exciting is not only can you laugh and explore the comedy there, you can look at our membership levels and find the one that's great for you. And if you're feeling a little bit generous, gift one to a chemo brother or sister or to a caregiver that you just want to help them improve the quality of their day. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is? It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the Membership Circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.